It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I don't want to lose. I want to win. I need professional help. Sports Betting Weekly. Sports Betting Weekly, sponsored by EasySportsData.com. The books use data. Shouldn't you too? And this is Easy Sports Data, like the preschoolers use. EasySportsData.com. I win here and I win there. Now what? Sports Betting Weekly. I want to win. Here comes the money. You should also check out sportsbettinglessons.com. You'll learn some old tricks because sometimes how you bet is more important than who you bet. Sportsbettinglessons.com. Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. You were you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. Sports betting weekly. Wow, winning. Sports betting weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Sports Betting Weekly, or as we're going to call it today, our championshipfootballs.com Super Bowl 56 72 hour pre sale extravaganza. <laughs> so, yeah, Say we'll, that three times fast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. Let's do this. Let's get right to where we are. I am second half. Chaz, if, if you're watching live, it's about 8 o'clock in New York somewhere. Wherever you are, I always worry about what time is it in New York. It's 8 o'clock in New York. You're in the right place because we're going to hop right into some live action with John from GMF Sports Consultants and Black Hawk West from 151 Sports Investing. We do have a lot to talk about. However, let's start. There's some uh, crazy Olympic hockey lines. We'll talk to Wes about that. We've got, uh, of course, our college basketball. We've got our NBA. We've got our NHL. I've got some opinions on most, but I'm going to start with John. Because I think John has yes. a stronger opinion than I have. People can still jump on this uh, live right now. It's about to tip off. We're actually on Duke tonight, minus seven, uh, looking for them to kind of bounce back off that disappointing loss. Uh, crazy game they had against Virginia. Very rare that you see a Duke team uh, lose back-to-back games. So I'm looking for a strong performance out of them here uh, playing versus Clemson, which is very good, too. They, these two teams know each other very well. Just got a little bit more faith in Duke bouncing back with the players that they got right now. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, I will say that now that football is winding down, and we're, we're going to talk a lot of Super Bowl 56, but while, while uh, football is winding down and college basketball is picking up, it, it's really, you know, I forgot because I don't really watch college basketball that much in, 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 until now, and I forgot how exciting it is. And we've had some great, great games. But the one thing we yep. have learned, Blackhawk Wes, is if John gives you a play from GMF Sports Consultant <laughs> and, and it doesn't cover the first half, you should bet it at halftime again. If he gives you a play, shut up and play it. He's going to be right <laughs> more than he's going to be wrong. I don't care how weird the school is. I don't care what the first half looks like. Just just play it. You're going to win more than you're going to lose. He's, and, he's, and you might not know the school, but you're going to cash. I think he's on a double-digit run. Of if he gives you a team and they're losing in a halftime, bet him in the second half. Uh, he's he's done it, you know, every single game this week for sure. Um, so let's talk about you. Do you have Blackhawk West from One Fifty One Sports Investing? Any plays that we're going to hop on? Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of scalping plays, looking for value on on better teams, favorites that are just down. And, and I found a lot of good success with it. So the one the one that I'm on, I jumped on Coastal Carolina for, for this second half. They were down by 11 for, for to end the first half. They at times can get off to slow starts, but they can be they, – they also can get very streaky. So uh, they may lose this game, but they just need to lose it by nine in order to pay us. So it was minus one and a half for the second half. I'm on the mullets. It's very weird to be looking at the basketball version of the mullets, but uh, <laughs> I like the line. There's just there's just a lot of value there as a one and a half point favorite now down by eleven. Yeah, no, they it's have a big uh, difference. They have without a doubt the the football side of that school treated us rather well, rather well, no doubt about it. All right, so I am hopping on that play now. I didn't get it uh, at halftime, so I'm taking what I can get, um, and it's saying that I'm going to get plus eleven and a half. Which so you caught a better line than I did because mine is, line. mine's the equivalent of of uh, plus nine and a well, half. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did not. Maybe I did not catch a better line than you because as you <laughs> know it's live action and now it's down to ten and a half plus ten and a half. So we'll see if that's. 
All right, so a plus 10 and a half, I'm down by 12. So first things first, let's let's do some recapping of the, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with our, my recap of the Better Way weekend because without a doubt, I don't, I, you know, like all your children, you got to love them all equally. So I don't really differentiate which Better Way weekend was better than the last, but <laughs> this one was pretty, pretty damn good. Now, the fact that I sat at a blackjack table or a, uh, I saw, so I sat at a three tables. I sat at a three card poker table with $40. And in the very first hand, I sat on the, the guy was in the second spot. You know how there's like seven seats, right? Yeah. So instead chairs. of going next yeah. one on the right, like I was trying to hit on him, I moved over a couple. The dude got a royal flush dealt to him, or straight flush. Wow. And, and he had the, he was playing quarter chips. Nice. He was playing dimes, and he cashed for 1500 It took so long to pay him that I ended up leaving. But I was really happy for him because that meant I'm in the right spot. So yep. I go tell everybody, I just saw a guy win $1,500 in one hand on a royal flush. It was so cool. Uh, then my kids playing poker. Uh, Johnny was heading out. Uh, John had already dropped us off, and we were. Uh, so I, I said, "Well, let's go." But I, let me hit the roulette table, and my birthday came up. So I, I turned forty into uh, four fifty or something. So yeah, happy yeah. birthday to me. And um, <laughs> and then uh, John, your hospitality was was uh, exceptional to say the least. But boy, should thank they have, you, we had you. some fun, didn't we? I mean, we hung out all day in the sports book and. And don't, don't get me wrong. The Strat Sportsbook is not the Superbook. The Strat Sportsbook is not Circa. But for what we needed that day, it couldn't have been better. It was our sportsbook. I mean, at one point, the only person, Wes, that I was going to get shut out was, was Chaz because he was in front of me trying to bet horses. And he didn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Finally, I went up to the, right up to him. right, And so I said, do you need me to help you? Because if I get shut out in a horse race, because my son couldn't get his bed in because he doesn't know what he's doing. I will be very, very upset. And I hit right. I hit every race, every single race I hit. You hit, you hit every I race. Hit, I very chalky. Race. chalky. But, but you, you, you saw the Pegasus yeah. uh, stakes uh, uh, card, Wes. It was chalky. But guess what? I, I kept cashing. But more importantly, John, what did I keep bringing back? Besides my quarters, what did I keep drink bringing back to, to the Drink tickets. Drink tickets. Oh, yeah. We, we, we had, had 150 a stack of them. drink tickets. They treated it so great. <laughs> Easily, easily, I, I think over a hundred, and, and we struggled to try to finish those yes, at the yes. end. Yes, yes. Well, you know what? Before you can, we got out, yeah. you, you know, you could come by. You know, I, I was switching over to doubles. Take two tickets, yeah. give me a double. Yeah. <laughs> I get rid of these tickets, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it just really was. It, it was, it was one of the the best time ever. Then the next day, I'm waiting for breakfast, so I'm buying breakfast, right? Because I'm winning. When I, that's how it is. Yep. If I'm if I'm winning, I'm buying usually. You know, so. Um, and, and it's not just me. Of course, you know, everybody's like that. When you're buying, you win. Yep. You're, you're winning, you buy. So, so we, um, I'm waiting for the, the, the breakfast and I go over to, cause we got our seats. Now, you, John, you know, the super book, we got, we got oh, yeah. these big, got to get there early. Oh, we got, but we did, we got and we got the bomb seats. Oh my God. Nice. And so, but I will say the super book was not as crowded as it has been in the past because remember a couple casinos have opened Cirque is one of them. Uh, and yep. so, you know, there's, there's a little more competition because they are far out there. But it was just it was just great. So you save the seats, guys, and I'll go take a picture of the menu and I'll send it back. You tell me what you want. So they're taking forever. So I'm wandering around because I still hadn't played my Wheel of Fortune. And I couldn't really find anything that I like because I'm old school. I like, you know, the Wheel of Fortune. I don't want, you know, 15 lines where I got to pay. So I finally sit yep. down at a quarter machine. I put in my same 40 bucks. That was my, my MO this weekend was I'm going to put 40 bucks out and see what the Lord brings me. Well, he, on the second hit, I get a Wheel of Fortune, and I hit the Wheel of Fortune, and I win 50 bucks right now. I was at a quarter there you machine. Go. I won 50 quarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm looking down, and I got like 85 quarters, and it says uh, there's like – you know, in the old days, you just put your three quarters and you pulled the handle. That's what you know. Now you can push buttons, put your handle, this and that. So there were like six of them across. And the last three were this gold thing. I didn't even know what it was, but it's a gold thing. So I hit 10. So I'm now I'm betting 10 quarters on every spin. I figure I got eight spins, then breakfast should be ready and I'm good to go. And about on the yep. third spin, I get the gold thing. I don't even know what it is. And all of a sudden on the video screen, another wheel of fortune comes up. So I got the one on top Bonus and I got the gold up. one yep. in the middle. So I hit it 
and it's spinning and spinning. I really don't even know what I'm doing at this point. And it lands on 15x. <laughs> it lands on 15x. Wow. So I'm thinking I get 15 spins of the the ta- the the real one, the real wheel of fortune. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I hit the wheel of fortune, and it stops at 150 quarters this time. And all of yep. a sudden, the machine starts shaking. The lights start going off. I won 15 times 150 quarters. And I went yep. back for, with the breakfast in my hand, and I said, I got to tell you this story. And I told them the story, <laughs> and I showed them the ticket, because you know how you print out the ticket? $582.50. Sounds about and right. so yep. I said to myself, that's why I paid for breakfast right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Good karma. Cool. It was yep. too cool. Uh, but so yeah, like I said, thanks again. It was a uh, we, we had a great time, and you know, I'll be anytime, anytime. doing it again next year. I had the only issue I had, Wes, is too many edibles. I think Sunday night. I, I, <laughs> you know, I was I was with guys I knew, so I was fairly comfortable. But I remember hitting an eight. I had I had six and eight. I was on the uh, the, the bed with the the roller. I cashed an eight. It was a quarter table, but I'm up money, so I'm playing quarters. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I do not I remember another got. thing the rest of that night. <laughs> um, uh, but I woke up in bed alive and everything's well. And you know, it was it was definitely because yeah. again they're so easy to chew. They're first uh, edibles are easy to get and they're easy to chew and swallow. They taste good. Everything's fine. Yep. Until about three hours later when <laughs> you know you don't remember what you're doing. All right, so. Um, Let's look at uh, the next thing I want to talk about is your playoff thoughts. So let's start with Wes. Wes, what's the biggest thing that you're shocked about and the one thing that doesn't surprise you at all going into Super Bowl 56? Well, you know, I'm earlier, I, you know, weeks ago, you you took some footage of it. I said these these uh, collection of talent teams don't work. And, you know, I was dead wrong. But um the what I'm shocked about is that the two teams that have made it to the Super Bowl have played really well in a tournament. They were never the best teams in football. They they fought for their place to to be in the dance. And um, you know, every now and then that happens with one team. But uh, you know, so I wouldn't say I'm shocked. But that's been an interesting point in the playoffs. I'm shocked. And 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 you call me a Chiefs fan, call me whatever you want, but I'm shocked that the Chiefs couldn't close that game out two weeks ago. I'm not shocked that Joe Burrow is where he is. I mean, that is a quarterback that just, he don't care. I mean, he just shows up and he just does what he needs to do. And I mean, I, I will say the part that I'm, I'm very surprised by is how good the Cincinnati defense actually is. And, and the part of Joe Burrow that is really impressive to me is that he has elevated the entire team. Throwing bombs, throwing touchdowns, showing up, getting sacked, and finding a way to you know make last-minute drives and win—that doesn't surprise me. But the fact that his presence and confidence has elevated—I mean, that—that that is a real good defense that has shown up three weeks in a row against great offenses. So, I would say that's the biggest surprise—is that Cincy D. Yeah, well, they, they're just—they're not giving up points. And one of the things we talked about the other night—it was on with the uh, MD show—is—is is how many unders are screaming out. In the yep. different, uh, you know, whether and I've got it actually got it right here. I mean, the Rams in the first quarter, uh, uh, half one, uh, Cincinnati half two, and for the game, I mean, Cincinnati in the second half, the last team to score more than ten points in the second half against Cincinnati, and they're they're of eleven. Their last eleven games, it's only happened once, was actually Los Angeles. They're eight and two in their last ten. Of course, it was the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, what about you, John? Same two questions. The biggest surprise, biggest not surprise. Yeah, I think, well, obviously, if you, you know, do a timeline of the previous shows, it was both me and Wes. We weren't very convinced about the LA Rams. It, it, it was just something didn't look right to me, especially the way they ended the year. Um, I wasn't a fan of them. So uh, I'm impressed about how they continue to do what they do here in the playoffs. Obviously, I'd have to say the emergence of, OBJ has extremely, you know, helped them. And it's been a great advantage to them, you know, addition, obviously to Cooper cup, who's, you know, you know, one of the top wide receivers in the game. Um, you know, the defense has been there, but now you know, the defense, the defense is playing well. So, you know, I'm, I'm not shocked that at Cincinnati, it's the same thing. I'm probably shocked about their defense, how they played in that second half. 
um, I'm looking forward to to a great game. It should it should be an awesome Super Bowl. And uh, uh, man, yeah, I, I I don't really know. I'm I'm glad that both these teams are there. It's a little bit of a kind of a different feel for a Super Bowl. I think we're so used to you know KC and then obviously the Brady talk with you know Bucks and previously the Patriots. So I'm glad we get to see a little different matchup here. No, no doubt about it. And and the other aspect of it is of course the fact that you know the Rams were just there and scored three points. So you know that they've mm-hmm. been itching. They, they, of course, yep. you know, Atlanta, if Atlanta ever gets back, they'll be itching too. But by the time Atlanta gets back, it'll, <laughs> it'll be a different roster, you know. I think it's going to be a little bit of a while. Yeah, we're going to have to see a turnaround there. All right, so let's see where we're at. Uh, I'm going to have, uh, if it's okay with you, Wes, I'm going to have you check on uh, the basketball score while I kind of work on my, I've got a parlay I'm going to put in here for 6 o'clock. So it's not going to be a live action, but we're going to talk about it here as soon as I get it in. So fill me in on the. Yeah, so. Uh, so game. right now we're uh, coastal. It's it's forty two to thirty five. So coastal's down by seven, which that's that's the cash zone right there. We they were down eleven. We laid one and a half for the second half, which is the equivalent of of uh, nine and a half. So um, so you know they're right where they need to be. They're they they can lose the game by nine, and that that'll still cash for us. So coastal's doing exactly what they need to do. I don't have a score on Duke. How about you, John? Do you have a score? Duke's up 10, 16 to 6. Very early in the game. Only eight minutes went by. So, but it's a good start for Duke. Obviously, we're up by 10. So that's yeah, uh, well, you know what, uh, again, a good way to be. If, if John gives me a play, I bet it early and I bet it often. You know, it's kind of like voting yep. in uh, Chicago. But there are there are some great, great games tonight. Um, I never ended up making my NCAA yep. bets. Um, I'm not going to blame the edibles for that, but (laughs) I'll take 51% of the blame. So I was going to, what I was going to do, we we talked all day, Wes, uh, on Saturday and I had about six plays I was going to put in and I had them all figured out. I was going to, and I was going to, you know, double down and get to to have a ticket that I could sell, uh, prop swap. Uh, I never got to it, but one of those teams was Purdue. And the reason I didn't pop on Purdue is because they were down the eight to one at this point, but Purdue was playing tonight and they're just playing really, really good basketball. Aren't they? They, they are playing in a tough conference. You know, yep. I, I'll tell you the one that I never forget to play is Gonzaga. Their, their Gonzaga is really their team totals are very much reminding me of the Oregon ducks football team of about 10 years ago where, you know, they got to cover 37 and a half. They got it. They're ahead by 48 at the half. I mean, Gonzaga is just putting up all kinds of points. So that, I mean, they're always the latest game. And you taught me, you bet the last one of the day first. Yeah. John, do you remember yep. we were at the bar? We'd just gotten downtown and I tried to hop on live action on Gonzaga. The only line my book offered on that at this point right now was a team total 100.5. And I got woke up the next day and they had scored 104 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Gotta love when that happens. Yeah. Crazy yep. ass stuff. No doubt about it. And they're it. they're doing it. This game tonight, it's 46 and a half is the team total for the first half. Yep. I remember yep. last week John called out a number that was gonna go under, and it wasn't it like a baseball score yeah, at the yeah, halftime? Exactly. But yeah, yeah, Gonzaga has got a line that would have been more than that total game. More than that total loan. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. It is crazy. All right, so let, what else I got on here? I got on, um, yeah, so lately it should be second half John. That's what I said. <laughs> <that's, that's laughs> second half John. All right, so what about the, the NBA? What's going on? Uh, Wes, I'm going to talk to you first because I know that you've been watching it, but you're saying that you don't want nothing to do with it, huh? Well, the, the NHL, just out of tradition, the NHL I lay off the week after the All-Star break because teams pivot and and – coaching and teams get healthy and and there's there's some refocusing and and that happens with the nhl so i lay off the nhl the week after the all-star break sometimes even two weeks uh, weird things happen the nba in general i just don't trust it and and quite frankly i don't need it like we're we are having such good success with college hoops right now and then you sprinkle in a couple olympic plays i mean we, you and i cashed quite well the other day with the usa ladies against us uh, against canadian ladies i mean that was a great hockey game to watch so i don't need the nba i, I don't need to figure out who's going to show up and who's fighting with who and it, it just i just don't need it right now we're in full college hoops mode and and we got the super bowl this weekend and so NHL, NBA, I'm cashing other ways, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. The name of the game is cashing tickets. 
What about you, John? Exactly. Yeah, and the NBA is still, I, I think, personally, one of my hardest sports to, to, to bet on. It, very tricky. Uh, you know, salute to anybody who's doing well in NBA. That would probably be the last board that I look at. There are a few plays, you know, when I glance at the lines that I like. Obviously, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have been a bright spot throughout the whole, I would say, season. John Moran is playing unbelievable. So we have taken advantage of some Grizzly opportunities. The Miami Heat right now are starting to pick up a little bit. But, you know, these last couple of days, there's some trade deadlines. Obviously, we have James Harden, who just moved from the Nets over to Philadelphia. So now we have James Harden, you know, arguably one of the top players in the game, moving to one of the top seeds in, to another rival in the East. So uh, the same way, I'm going to lay off very, very choosy on what I play with the NBA. I'm going to pick my spots right now. I'm all about college basketball. Uh, like Wes said, if you're cashing tickets, you, you know, why stay away from that? I'm, I'm familiar with college. That's what's paying us right now. So let's stick with the bread and butter. Yeah, one one pro game, because I've mentioned before, both my kids are basketball fans. My, my oldest son, yeah. Chaz, likes um, he likes football too, but Chris will watch basketball all day long. And so we watched... Mm. Golden State get embarrassed the other night. I don't know if it was yesterday uh-huh. or the day before. But they're coming back tonight. So I looked, and they didn't score but, but 80 sun points, I think, the other night. And, and The other I, night, yeah. So I looked. I had to go back. But the last time they scored 90 points in a game or less, the next night they scored 130. So I'm assuming <laughs> they're going to get their points tonight. So I got to note that I am going to have uh, Golden State Warriors on the team total yeah. over. That is later uh, tonight, of course, the – Parlay that I just put in while you guys were kind enough to talk is uh, St. Mary's, Purdue, Oregon, and Gonzaga. These are teams that I've been following. And you know my philosophy. Bet them all, but always, always, always put in that parlay with all your plays for that once every two or three weeks where you sweep the board with a six or five or six or seven plays and you hit it. Yep. Well, you get an awful lot of units back for your effort for that little. <laughs> so that's, that's the icing on the that's yeah. the icing on the cake right there. You no know, when you're able it. to hit those. Then, so. Uh, so that's where I'm at. So let's do this. We uh, we don't have a new championship football spots. So rather than playing the old one, I'm going to just let everybody know that the way it works is at three o'clock today, we started our 72 hour sale. Right. It goes from. Thursday to Friday, Friday to Saturday, Saturday to Sunday, 72 hours. Basically, the football is half price at championshipfootballs.com. If you're a Rams fan or you know a Rams fan or if you're a Bengals fan or you know a Bengals fan, it's a perfect time for you because if they lose, we give you your money back. We've done it every year for 12 years. Nobody ever complains about it because half the time, guess what? Somebody's winning that game that we've got a football Somebody's going to win. Yeah. And they're getting basically a football at half price. So go to championshipfootballs.com. And if you're a Rams fan or a Cincinnati Bengals fan and they win the Super Bowl, it really is going to be the coolest present they open that day, guaranteed. All right, so Very what sure. else do we've got to talk about that I wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about the difference between the betting the Super Bowl and betting the props for the Super Bowl. And I remember one time talking to Matt Holt when he's got his own business now, but he was back at the, uh, who's, he was in one of those books uh, that they ran the, uh, John, in Vegas, uh, the uh, technologies, right? What's the name of that? Uh, oh, the, the old IGT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. They, used, they used to run the pumps and they ran yeah, a couple they, of they other ones. 12 that, books, so yeah. he would say that. You Cancer know, gaming. Yeah. People don't realize how long it takes you to come up with all those yeah. props. They literally go. It takes a long time. For hours and hours and hours, yeah. you know? So. It's, it's, a she- it's a sheet. I got one. It's probably about double-sided, at least 10 oh, pages. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. And, There's and, hundreds of them. So the question yeah. is, what percentage... Uh, we'll start with Black Oak Coast. What percentage of your plays uh, on the Super Bowl specifically this Sunday are going to be on uh, a team or an over versus props? You know, I, I approach this the way we approach every other football game. And this one, this is a Monday night football game to me. This is a Monday night, a Sunday night. And and you guys, you know, I've been very outspoken about how I feel about those games. They're they're pretty dangerous. <laughs> so I will take a position on, on the team's. Um, you know, I, I, I have a strong opinion on, on what side I'm on for this game. But but as far as the as far as the props go, there's no Gatorade color. There's no coin flip. I, I'm looking for value. And, and, you know, this is an investment. So, you know, to bet on Cooper Cup 
to score an anytime touchdown for minus 190, there's no value there. I, I'm looking yep. for anything that's plus 175 or better that I think has a chance to hit. And, uh, you know, last year, Gronk scoring a touchdown was plus 300. Can you believe that, Gronk? So, you know, if you hit a plus 300, that's a, that that covers three of them. So I'm looking for a good balance yep. of anytime touchdowns because – there, there's going to be four touchdowns, maybe five or six in this game. So I, I'll go there. And then I'm looking for – I'll go on a minus 140, a minus 150 if I think it's going to cash. So percentage to total, I'm betting half units. So most people would tell you that a unit is one one-hundredth of your bankroll. So I'm betting half units on on these uh, individual scorers and, uh, and and things like that because they have a chance to pay but i don't approach the super bowl as if it's all over tomorrow like i'm gonna wake up monday morning and i'm gonna be looking at a basketball game and most of the day on sunday i'm gonna be playing the the, the gulf stream card so this is this is 365 for me nothing's over and it's just like any other game yeah well you know it's it's funny because there's not a lot of uh, yep. stuff on the board sunday afterwards uh but there's a los alamitos will run It'll be a dog track or two out there. But the, the thing that I wanted to mention is uh, I I had my four plays. I had I picked uh, for Cincinnati, Mixon, for San Francisco, somebody else, uh, it was Samuel. For uh, the Rams, it was Cup. And who the Rams play? San, was San Francisco. That was San Francisco, Samuel. So I had, uh, and I had, uh, I didn't have Hill. I, I didn't have Hill. Hill scored the first touchdown. But I did have Cup, and he was 11-2, which was the biggest favorite of all the four, so I loaded up on him. That was a really nice cash because I was still fairly sober at that point. I actually remember getting the money and stuff, you know. But um, so the, the, uh, the other aspect of the, the props is they're there for the people that don't do this every day, like you and I and, and John West. They're there for, you know, the, the, the guy that's wants to, to bet heads, and he's all excited when the heads comes up at the Super Bowl, yep. and he doubled his money, you know, and he's a happy man. What about you, John? Give us a breakdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. You, you know, if, if you're having fun betting the Gatorade color, if you're having fun betting heads or tails, then God bless you. I'm not going to tell you to do anything away to take away from your personal experience of the game, but as an overall investment betting strategy standpoint, absolutely not. Will I be doing any of that nonsense? So like I said, God bless everybody who can do that. I'll probably do a little bit more prop betting, similar situation in the West. I'm trying to find something of value, you know, as far as who's going to win MVP. I'm looking, you know, at that eight to one, that 10 to one odds. And once again, I'm throwing, this is strictly lunch money, 10, 15, $20, something where I can watch the game, have fun, get interacted with the game and see who's going to score. But this is by no means nothing that I'm laying any substantial amount of money on. Um, you know, I see people come into Vegas and, and, and once again, God bless them. You know, this is the all all game and they're putting 20, 30, 40, $50,000. If you have the money to do that and you like doing that, then by all means go do that. But yeah, I'm in the same boat with Wes. This is just another game. I'll probably pay this, play this a little bit less than I do normal games, throw a couple dollars here and here on some prop bets and just enjoy the game and sit back and watch, you know, drink, have some food, you know, enjoy the time with friends and family and that's and enjoy the game. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. <clears throat> so let's talk then about some of the, uh, the prop. Well, no, let's do this. Let's talk yeah. about the game first. We'll talk about the game first because Wes teased earlier. I heard the tease. I don't know if you caught the tease, John. Did you catch the tease? Where he <laughs> I, said, I have some strong opinions about this game. That was like the um, yeah. You fired old, up in the old days. You remember when the guy when the yeah, guy yeah. had the, the, the telemarket or the TV show? You know, uh, they want you to call the number. I have strong opinions about Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, tell us, tell us your opinion. So I think. When you look at this game, and, and I kind of hinted at it earlier, I, I think that the matchup that really jumps off the page at me is the Cincinnati defense against the Rams offense. I, there's a very popular opinion that the Rams have this overwhelming offense that is just going to, you know, with OBJ and Cup and, you know, two-headed monster running back. I, I, I'm looking at what just ha what this Cincinnati defense was able to do in Kansas City against – 
argue whatever you want. You're building a franchise. Mahomes is either one or two uh, at quarterback. So what Cincinnati was able to do against Kansas City's offense, but if you go backwards, Tennessee's offense is very well balanced with a monster of a running back. And you can go back to the Oakland game, you know, Oakland, or I'm sorry, Vegas, the Raiders. That's a very good offense. So I'm the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati defense against against that Rams offense is, I think, an overwhelming mismatch in favor of Cincinnati that most people don't acknowledge. So Burrow's going to get sacked. Burrow's been sacked nine times in this in this playoff and came back and won a game. Burrow was down in in Kansas City, the loudest stadium in the world, and somehow came back and won the game. So. Um, there was only one scenario in the playoffs where the underdog covered and didn't win. And that happened last week. It was San Francisco. Uh, it was three and a half. And, uh, it, it, you know, the, the game was a three point. So when I look at this game, it's four, it's four and a half, it's five, no matter, no matter where you go with it. Um, I think that Cincinnati's defense is going to make the difference. And um, I'm on the Bengals side of things. I, I, I like the Bengals. I like the points. Uh, I, I think that they, they can do a lot of different things. And, and Joe Burrow can, can very easily exploit a defense. He's got three capable receivers. Uh, so so you, were that's at I that game. Taking... you were at that game last week. I was. The end of the first half, what the hell happened? Because it turned out to be a pretty important part of the, uh, the end of the game. I will say, you know, kudos to the Bengals fans. They were a great group of people. There was, you know, it was about nine to one great people to jerks. There was one jerk to every nine, but they were a great group of people to be around. And, and there were, I mean, it was it was over. I mean, the, the, the second quarter, it was over. We were chanting Super Bowl. I mean, it was and, you know, the ongoing joke around the stadium is, is, you know, if you look up and you see Jackson Mahomes hanging out of the box, um, you know, there's something bad that's going to happen. But, uh, I mean, the game was over. There was no question in the stadium. We were chanting for the Super Bowl. We were talking about all kinds of things that were going to take place in the city. And Smoking Joe did it. He did his thing. Every ticket, the cash, right? Every ticket cash in the first half. If I had well, passed, if I had eaten all the edibles then and passed out, I would have been really shocked to wake up and see the final score. <laughs> well, and we were we were on the right side of it. You know that our call on that game and 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 John was was not with us. Our call on that game was over 16 and a half second quarter. So we were on the right side of things financially. We knew that's where it was going to be. Don't touch the points. Don't lay them. Don't don't take them. And so we we're on the right side of that as a fan what the hell just happened to us? That was the feeling walking back to the car. Yeah, because if they had, you know, 24-10, 28-10, oh, my God, that's a whole different animal in halftime. Um, but they, they they just ran out of time and then didn't score. And they just don't see. Yep. And that was really a precursor. And I did mention to anybody who will listen, because the same stats that I had on the second half for Kansas City or for Cincinnati this week are the same ones I had. Just add one more game to it. Nobody's scoring on them. Their their record in the second half is ten and two. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine and two in their last eleven. They've had uh, all but one of them go under, and 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 the reason is simple: they're not allowing points at halftime. So that's definitely going to be uh, something that that is going to be impacting how I play this game uh, in live action. What about you, John? Yeah, for the Super Bowl, I, I think it's going to be a very close game. I. I Obviously, I've been riding the Bengals, you know, pretty much throughout the whole playoffs. Big fan of theirs. Love the, you know, Burrow and Chase combination. You, you know, the, these guys are going to have numbers, you know, they're going to put up for a lifetime if they can stay healthy, obviously, and, and move forward. As much as I've been bashing the Rams, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to lean the Rams just due to the experience, I think. Um, the experience they have on the defensive side, the experience they have on the offensive side. Uh, being there recently, you know, obviously not performing well. I, I think that's going to kind of light a fire under the coaching staff and, and they're going to, you know, want to come out and show something here. Would I be surprised if, if, if Cincinnati wins? Absolutely not. But but I would lean the, the Rams just, just in part of their overall just experience. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. It should be fun to watch. Probably maybe might even lean the under, I think, too, because – I mean, Cincinnati's defense has been playing well, so I think it's going to be a close game. I think these guys are probably going to feel each other out for that first quarter, and then you might start to see things open up. Yeah, in, in terms of the, the over-under, 
Yeah, I really think that if you, if you like the over, you should, you should be patient. You should be patient. I yep. really do. I think if you like the uh, under, I would bet it. I would bet it right away. Yep. That's 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 my opinion. I just seeing so much defense here. I mean, we're talking about the, the Cincinnati defense the whole time, but you know, like Wes mentioned, they sure they might be, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, Paid soldiers, you know, mercenaries over on the Rams side. <laughs> but they, when they went out and got them, they got the best cornerback in the league, right? They mm-hmm. got. What was the last time there was a defensive MVP in a Super Bowl? <laughs> he's, they got him, right? Aaron Donald, no matter whether he's, you know, because you got to think when he was young and, and they sometimes put first name last, last name first. His real name may be Donald Aaron, for all we know. The bottom line is it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't stop him no matter what you call him. And then who's the guy that's getting no uh, – they picked up another guy that's getting no – he's getting no data. He's got no tackles. He's got no no nothing, but he's making a difference because the number well, they, when he's on the field. Well, they, well, they, they, they got they, Von they, Miller from Denver. Right. They got Von right. Miller, but they, they picked up Aaron Weddle out of retirement. Yes. And, man, did they him back yeah. last week. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Just amazing. Pretty excited about it. So let's do this. Uh, we're going to take a, a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some props. I've got a few opinions on some props for Super Bowl 56, and I'm assuming John will and sure will Wes. You're listening to Sports Bet yep, Weekly yep. on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. You're going to catch us also on SportsBettingWeeklyLive.com and the Sports Betting Channel. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. I am second half Chaz. I am joined again this week by John from GMF Sports Consultants and Black Hawk West of 151 Sports Investing. And it is if it's about 840, about 20 to 9, first of all, you're about 20 minutes away from catching the loudmouths. If you hang around, they will be on right after us. And... Uh, what else? Oh, you're you're the root for Duke and you're root for Coastal Carolina tonight, and then later on you're gonna yep, be rooting yep. for some other people. But for right now, let's get an update. You got an update on the Duke score, John? Yeah, Duke is up by seven right now. Three minutes left to go in the half. Um, it's been a back and forth game. Duke was actually up by thirteen at one point in the first half. Clemson's hanging on, but at least Duke is still up, so that's a good sign. And we're going to see how the second half goes. Yeah, of course, I got him for the first Ooh. half. I think I'm giving four. So. Oh, there was a – this guy went for a breakaway dunk and landed almost flat on his back oh. and head. Uh-oh. That, yeah, that's not, that's not good. Bummer. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I personally have never been that high in the air off of the, my yeah. own legs. <laughs> yeah. but, but those guys, sure, you go up that high, you fall down, it hurts. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, what, yeah. About, yeah. what about Coastal Carolina? It looks like they're slipping backwards a little, Wes. They, they're going the wrong way in Conway. That That's for sure. We're, uh, Coastal's down by 16. We need them to be down by nine or better. So uh, it's... They're, they're not going in the right direction. we got three and a half minutes to go. I'm, I'm hoping that Georgia State calls off some dogs. Yeah, you know what? Um, again, at the end of a basketball game is tough if you've got the over and a team has a big lead. It's tough if you have the team that has to foul. That's never good, you know. There are certain things about them. And, and it seems like when I need a guy, like Houston. Did you guys see the Houston game last night? The end of the Houston game. They gets the guy yep. gets fouled on a three. These guys shoot sixty percent from three, and I can't get him to hit the first free throw. He, he can't get him. He yeah. barely reached the rim, and then the. And, but <laughs> I, I had I had because I had already hit. You know, it was the um, I hit the first over, so I uh, bet a little bit more on the second over, and I bet a little bit more on the third over. So I already hit two. I wasn't mm-hmm. being greedy, but I had ninety and a half at plus. I don't know plus. 170 or something um and so i needed the i needed the overtime i would have got that easy and i thought i had it with 2.5 seconds left i followed the guy he's shooting three he's gonna hit all three of them that eh, wasn't meant to be so yeah uh, it, this this houston team is very different than the one that we were rallying around last year they were a big go-to for us last year this yep. this year they're still real strong off the boards but they're not like they're not a guaranteed 85 90 points a game like they were last year. No, no. Last year they they shot the lights out. I mean, we had I, I'll never forget that one there was there was one game. It was almost over at halftime. 
Because I was, it was, we were talking. The three of us were talking. Vic yeah. and I had gone to the hotel. We did a staycation, and then and I came back. I came back for something because it was two blocks from the house. I ran home for something, and literally, they was almost over in in the first half. All right, so they're, so they're not as as efficient from three, and also the, their defense hasn't been what it was last year either. You 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 were having them create opportunities where they were shooting threes, getting back on defense, stopping, and then being able to shoot another three before you knew they were up by twelve or fifteen points. This year it's a little bit different. They're playing a little bit style well, of yeah, basketball. Because when the three yep. goes in, everything changes. Yep. The momentum of everything, the other team goes yep. down. Your momentum goes up. But when a three misses, you get long rebounds. You guys are on fast breaks. Yep. Uh, you got, you know, you're playing. Sometimes it's five on three, you know, because yeah. the two guys are hanging back. That the guys that they were in the corner. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's definitely a, a difference. So let's. Uh, it looked like Coastal Carolina is making a move here. Um, they got it within ten, right? They do. So we need it. We need them there to keep go. going. We need them to keep going. All right, so let's talk about we got a, a we got a, a chunk of the show left. Let's talk about some props now. One of the things that you know with me is I'm I'm the first guy to score a touchdown. So let's see, I bet three thirties and a forty, so that's a hundred and thirty. So I got two to one. I ended up getting two to one on my investment because I bet all four, I bet four different human beings. And remember, guys, <laughs> if you're betting human beings, you really should probably look in a mirror to begin with. But you can't mm -hmm. complain when you lose, you know. But um, it was nice because, uh, again, I could barely tell at that point that it was Cup. I, I didn't know his number. I didn't know where he was lined up. It, well, they were fairly close to the end zone, I think, if I remember. It's like a 15-yard touchdown or something. Um, but I was excited. I was excited. So I'm coming right back with Cup. Uh, and, 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 you know, what I realized that, uh, you know, remember, I'm not talking about any time touchdown at minus 190. I'm talking the first touchdown yeah. of the game. First time. Yeah, and I'm coming back with Chase again. I mean, how could you not come back with Chase? He's the only one that really consistently has been getting in the end zone. Again, we talked about uh, against um, Kansas City, he scored. Against Tennessee, Mixon was the only touchdown. Against Vegas, mm -hmm. there were two touchdowns in either guys. I mean, Cleveland, they only had two touchdowns. If you look at the way Cincinnati plays the game, Cup and Chase are really two guys that – are difficult to cover and make big plays. And they've done it all year long. I mean, remember Chase yep. had a three-touchdown game against Kansas City in Week 17. Think about that. Mm. All right, so where are we in terms of uh, props for you, John? Um, the, the same thing. I'll probably sprinkle a couple. I, I like the first touchdown, but but I'm looking, you, you know, I'm going to go something that's maybe 10 to 1, 12 to 1. I'm going to spread it out to maybe 8 to 10 bets. I'm going to put in first touchdown. I'm going to put in an MVP and you, you know, I'm doing something that's going to be close to double digit value. That way, if one or two of them hits, you know, I get my money back or I, uh, you know, make a little bit, I'm not really, you, you know, focusing on this being a big investment as far as unit wise or anything like that. So that's why I'm, I, I like to have those, you know, those rare MVPs where people would never think. And then I'm like, no, I picked that. Yes. <laughs> I think if you're going to do it for a game, you might as well do it for a Super Bowl. you know? <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. And, and it really is part of the props is you got to look at what you think is going to happen and kind of line your props up accordingly. Uh, yeah. And yep. otherwise, and you know what, you're, you're six and one half dozen of the other. What about you, Wes? It doesn't. So I'm, there's a few of them I'm looking at. I mean, you, you guys know, I'm, I'm kind of cheesy. I, I, I like, you know, my, my, uh, my daily fantasies, you know, you throw a dollar in and a chance to win a million. I've done quite well with, with them. I, it's, it's not a primary focus, but on Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, I like to play those. So I'll, I'll have that going, but, but on the props, I'll tell you, I'm looking at the tight ends. Um, I believe that a tight end is going to score a touchdown in this game. So if you are on my side and you share that opinion, both tight ends, Higby and Uzama, Higby is plus 260, anytime scorer, and Uzama is plus 320. So you're going to get better than two to one on both of them if either tight end scores a touchdown. So I'm going there first. Um, and then the, the, there's, the other one I really like is Tyler Boyd. If you look at the, the most... The most arrest that Joe Burrow was under, he found Tyler Boyd. Um, he found him for a couple of times in this playoffs in, in odd spots. So he's plus 175. Um, so I'm going there. And then, you know, this one's kind of a long shot, but I, I think 
you know, one out of these three is going to cash, which buys me, you know, some leeway. You know, I like Joe Burrow to, to run one in for plus 600. I don't know that he's going to do a 30 yard dash into the end zone, but he just may on, on third and goal at the one tuck it under somebody's, somebody's rear end and, and, you know, lean forward for plus 600. So there, there's good value there. And then Every Super Bowl, no matter what, I take both defense and special teams to score a touchdown. And to both score. of those are plus yep. 150. So yep. if either team gets a, any type of a return or an interception or any form of Lock touchdown. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. I mean, I, you know, I'm a Chicago guy. I remember that we were winning the Super Bowl when Devin Hester took that kickoff. So it's uh that was the worst best and worst super bowl of my life I, that one, so. that was that one i don't remember much afterwards because i had him 40 to win of 40 to, you know and and 13 seconds in i had a grand and my uh, was, he was 40 to one i had a quarter on him uh ended up winning like 1300 dollars that they don't remember anything after that it was the whole world said what if he does it oh my god he could do it oh my god he did it yeah. and i'm looking forward to seeing him make the hall of fame this weekend no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I like I like the uh, the long touchdown. I actually cashed on the Brady through a, a pick for one. So that would have been a double cash if you've got the longest TD of the game and any defensive touchdown, and the guy runs a seventy yard touchdown return back. You, you and I love you know me. <laughs> There's nothing better to cash <laughs> with a lot of tickets in, in one play. And and I did that when I had. Whoever the guy was that scored the one touchdown the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl, I forget who it was now, he was the first touchdown, he was the first Patriot touchdown, and he was the last touchdown. So it was three catches on one guy, and that's, uh, that's always good. The other one that I like is I, I like an alternate line here. I, I think if, if the Rams click on offense, I think the Rams could score some points. You know what? And uh, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not taking that four. They're either going to win by ten or they're. Or I hope Cincinnati wins the game. So I'm looking for an alternate line. So I'll sprinkle some money uh, on the alternate lines. Will either of you guys have Cincinnati given points? If you like Cincinnati, I think you have to. You have. You almost have to go that way. You might as well take it that route if if you're on the Cincinnati side. I'm I'm probably going to sprinkle a little bit on Rams minus four. Anything more than four, I'm probably not going to be too well invested in at that point. And but yeah, if you like Cincinnati Bengals, I I think you got to sprinkle some money line and some you know obviously some some alternative spreads at that option. Yeah, I mean you, know, I, I, you go minus and two I'll and tell a half. You, I, I, I've said it all playoffs. If you like the dog, just play the money line. Money line in, yeah. in, in these dogs in in this playoff run a lot has to go wrong for the dog to even cover. And if they cover, they're going to win. And there's only yep. one time where the dog has covered and not won. So if you truly believe Cincinnati, go ahead, give up the points. To me, this is a Sunday night, Monday night football game, which is a no touch. I said, I like Cincinnati in this game, but my, my investment interest is on some random props and, you know, daily fantasy and, and value. So if you like Cincinnati late two and a half, because that's probably a good margin of victory. It's got to be more than money line, right? You're talking about a, basically almost a touchdown swing because some places it's four and a half to two and a half is seven points all day long. Yeah, I had, a, I had an alternative. Bengals, oh, there, there's so many different ones you can play. Bengals win by one to three points is nine to two. Bengals win by four to six points. That's getting you eight to one. Yeah, I you um, know so like those, to those bets, mm -hmm. the ones you're mentioning, I don't play those yeah. because I would rather if if my team has to win by three to six points and they win by seven and I lose, I'm gonna be really pissed. So. You're gonna be pissed. Yeah, that, that's almost kind of like the guess the guess the score thing. That's yeah, exactly, that's almost more. Exactly. You, you might as well go. You might as well go play lotto and go put some money on the Powerball yeah, if, you're gonna yeah. do, if you're gonna yeah, do that. I, I'm seeing if you if you wanted to lay two and a half on Cincinnati on my book, I'm seeing plus one eighty five if you laid two and a half, and nice. then if you wanted to lay, let's just say you want to lay five and a half, you believe that the Bengals are going to win by a touchdown, you're going to get plus two seventy five. So yeah, yeah. if you if you believe that the Bengals are going to cover. You may as well take the oh, plus one sixty five and take the money line, and and you may as well take it a little bit further and lay your two and a half. That's like a parlay. 
All right, so yeah, be- it is. before we go, let's get uh, – it looks like uh, – remember, you may not remember, but if you watch the video tomorrow, you'll see that I got shut out on plus 11 and a half, and I had to settle for plus 10 and a half in the Carolina – Coastal Carolina game. I'm not going to call that a bad beat or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> they won by 11, right? They won by 11. It's oh, game man. over. Oh. So the, the good about, guys from 151 Sports did not get it done. What about Duke? What about put, Duke? put that up. Put that on a S, SVP uh, Bad Beats uh, special tonight. That, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Duke, Duke is up uh, 11 at half, 38-27. S- solid half, playing very well. That's what I expected them to do off the loss. Hopefully they keep that momentum and uh, keep building on that lead here. All right, so this is our last show uh, for football season, and the next time I will be talking with these guys will either be on 103.9 FM out of New York or on Wake and Bake once we get a cannabis sponsor. So if you know any cannabis companies that are struggling with their marketing, and I follow like 25 of them now, and it's amazing how Mm -hmm. few retweets and how few likes and how few activity there's their social media is getting. So if you have a cannabis company and you like them, let me know about it and I will contact them because I'm telling you right now, after being in Vegas, John, and seeing people drinking it and smoking it and eating it, the same guys you you, you bet with in the morning, you bounced into at the dispensary that night, it's, it's, it's that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we, we got to get out of here, John. Tell them how to find you. GMF underscore sports consultants on Instagram. Hit me up. You'll see all my stuff right on there. I'm telling you right now, either one of these guys, best investment you can make. What about you, Wes? 151 Sports on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And Chicago Options Trader. Use the promo code 151 Sports. You get a discount on your membership. All right. So there you uh, go. Yeah. The uh, the loud mouths are next. I am second half. Chaz, thanks for listening. It was just an incredibly uh, great uh, football season for us in terms of just cash and tickets and and, and winning money. It was really, really a lot of fun. So I thank everybody involved. Uh, this is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, or you're listening on Belly Up Sports Podcast Network at the Sports Betting Channel or at Sports Betting Weekly Live. But do me a favor and always be cashing. Stay cashing. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Have a good week, guys. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio.